go through the veggie drawer in my fridge. This could be scary. And I'm gonna to talk to you about using up what you've got, how to meal plan and how I do it so that I don't waste food. So here's some interesting stats about food waste in Australia. We're actually one of the worst countries for food waste. Um, and that's because we are so used to having as much as we like and it not being too expensive that we get a bit careless, I think. Um, and in Australia, 7.6 million tonnes of food goes to waste every year. And the crazy thing is 70% of that food is still edible. And at the same time, there's a lot of people going hungry. So we really need to teach our kids and train ourselves to use up what we've got and to make the most of the produce that's in season so that we can really save money on our, on our veggies and produce. And I think it's really important also to learn how to meal plan so that you're using what you have rather than meal planning to recipes that you want to make and then you go and buy all those ingredients and you bring them all home and you've got the best of intentions on the weekend or whenever you're doing your meal planning you pop them all in the fridge, you feel like I'm gonna be so organized this week and then you get to about Tuesday and you kind of lose the motivation a bit. You're tired after work, um, you need a quick meal. So you go, well, I'm not making that one tonight. So we'll just have, you know, something easy or even takeaway. And little by little, you sort of lose the plot. And then by the end of the week, you've got this crisper full of soggy veggies and you sort of go, oh, just chuck it out and start again. I think it's really common to make that mistake. Whether you meal plan or not, um, you'll probably find you buy more than you need. Um, so my trick is to check what I have first, do a fridge audit, I call it, fridge and freezer and pantry audit before I do my meal planning. And then I plan to what I have. So this week on Monday when I did my meal plan, I did my fridge and freezer audit I wrote down ideas of what to make with what I had and I didn't need to go to the grocery store at all. It's, there was so much there that I could use and make do with that I didn't need to go shopping. So um, we get a bit slack and we just sort of pop by the shops every day because it's easy and we end up buying way more than we need and then a lot of it goes to waste. So I want to show you some ideas for using up what you've got just by having a look at what I've got in my fridge at the moment. And a lot of the things that I have, you probably won't have because I live in tropical far North Queensland, believe it or not, I've got a jumper on today because it's a bit chilly. Um, winter weather has crept up the coast, but we have a lot of really interesting and different foods in our um, local farms. And so I get a CSA box each week and these CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. If you've never heard of that, it's basically the local farms, um, whatever's in season, and you just get whatever there is for that week, and then you've got to make do with it. And it's, it's a really good exercise in creativity because sometimes you get things like mustard greens, like how do you use mustard greens? Or sweet potato leaves. <laughs> So I do sometimes find it quite challenging to use everything in my box, but I'm gonna show you what I have at the moment and we're gonna make a plan for how to use it up. So this is just to show you an example of how to work out your meal plan for the week. 
and whatever you find in your local area will be what you'll be using, not the same as mine. I had a comment the other day on my stories and um, a lady said, you just seem to be constantly doing videos of how to use up your produce. Do you just always have too much produce? Um, well, my situation's probably different to a lot of Australia. I live in a real food bowl kind of area and people give me produce all the time, partly because they know I'll use it um, and that maybe they've got too much and they just need um, someone to offload to. Um, and also just because, you know, people just have so much growing in their backyards here. For instance, the other day I had a message from um, the guy who runs the CSA and he said, we've got so many avocados, I'm gonna drop off a box to your front veranda. I'm like, okay, so seven o'clock at night, I got a box of avocados on my front veranda. Um, and I shared those out amongst friends and we made a big batch of guacamole. Um, I've got some avocados in the freezer for smoothies. So, you know, I'll end up with um, sometimes 15 passion fruit because I've got a big vine um, and then I'll get a few in my box. Or sometimes I'll have six chilies um, because someone gives me some chilies or, you know, I end up with a lot of bananas. These were given to me um, just the other day. <laughs> so I end up with just bulk food. Um, my son also works for an organic farmer, so he'll come home sometimes with three gigantic daikon radishes and I'm like, ah! And so then I do something like pickled daikon. So I've got three jars of this at the moment. Um, sometimes I'll end up with, um, you know, a few pumpkins um, that are out of people's gardens. So yes, where we live is different to a lot of other places in that it's a country area People share what they're growing and a lot is a lot of food is grown up here. But having said all that, I still think it's a really interesting um, opportunity to show you the kinds of things that I do, but also the process that I go through when I'm meal planning. Okay, I've pulled everything out of my fridge. Okay, so this is my fridge drawer here. This is full of produce generally, the one down the bottom. And some of this stays out on the bench top. So whenever I have a lot of um, citrus, avocados, um, apples, bananas, things like that, they stay out on the bench so that they're getting eaten throughout the day, week. <laughs> um, and I often have some um, things fermenting over here. So as you can see, I've got bits and pieces everywhere, but I just wanted to show you the sorts of things that I have on hand at the moment and then I'll show you what was in my fridge drawer. So yesterday I got my CSA box and there was a lot of citrus in there. There's a couple of papayas. There's a lot of bananas, which partly were from the box and some I already had. I also got a lot of avocados. Let's see, I've got three, four, five, six avocados. My daughter also works at an avocado farm, so she brings home free avocados. Um, I have a lot of passion fruit because I have a vine and some came in the box. So there's probably 10 or more passion fruit there. There's a coconut from my box. There's some apples that need to be used because they're a little bit soft. There's, I think I've got three boxes of eggs. I also get eggs in my CSA box. I've got a couple of sweet potatoes from the CSA box some zucchini, 
couple of pieces of pumpkin. There's a lot of eggplant at the moment. I have been giving some of this away because there's always been a lot. Um, we've got some beetroot, some dragon fruit, some red chilies, some kumquats. And then here I've got the greens, which come wrapped up together. So when you open them up, you find all sorts of goodies. So let's see what we've got. We've got mustard greens, sweet potato leaves, chives. I think that's uh, Thai basil or, hang on, let me smell it. Herbs anyway, in the middle usually. Yeah, Thai basil. Um, and I've got some bok choy greens, so that's great. That's always helpful. Some cucumber. Um, so as you can see, <laughs> that's a lot right there. So I got quite a bit in my box last night. And then this is out of my fridge, things that I've bought at the grocery store. So I've got some um, cauliflower, more chilies. I have a lot of ginger and turmeric, but a lot of it I've already frozen. Some leftover pumpkin and onion broccoli, celery from the organic store, a bit of lettuce, some carrots, potatoes, some Dutch cream potatoes, cabbage, spinach, and tomatoes. So let's see what we can make with all of this. Now, what I'm gonna do is just show you my process of how I think this all through and plan so that I don't waste food. I forgot to mention I was also given this honey from a local beekeeper in exchange for um, coming to watch me cook. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty good deal, three kilos of honey and some honeycomb. Um, so I have lots of honey as well. Okay, so you can see what I've done here is written a list of the fresh produce that I need to use up. And what I'm doing now is putting a star next to any that are really like important to use very soon, like within the next couple of days. If they don't have a star, then they may last, you know, a week or so and I, and I can really just use them as needed. I also put a star next to the ones that need to be frozen if they're not gonna be used in the next day or so because um, like things like chilies, I find go soggy in the fridge pretty quickly. And also things like Thai basil, um, that can be frozen. So if it's, if it's either something to use pretty quickly or something that needs to be frozen, then I go ahead and put a little star next to it. There's quite a lot that needs to be used quickly or frozen and also dehydrated. Sometimes I dehydrate dragon fruit or different things. Um, and the next thing that I usually do is go through my fridge and freezer and write down um, like things that are in the fridge that need using, um, what meat I have on hand. If I need to, I'll write that down as well. Sometimes I'll just write down the produce though because a lot of the things in the freezer can last for a while. Um, but anything that could go off within the next few days, definitely write it down and then brainstorm ways to use it. Some days it may look a lot simpler I've just got a lot of produce because I just got my CSA box. So last week, it just looked like this. I needed to use chicken stock, sour cream, sourdough bread crusts, cauliflower leeks, spinach, bananas, mushrooms, avocados. And you can see my cooking list for last week was grain-free dough, 
um, cheese, egg and herb pastries, which I didn't end up making, so I crossed off. Kale triangles with the leafy greens, paprika lamb shanks, buckwheat and almond crackers, cauliflower and leek mash, banana muffins, meatballs with the breadcrumbs in them, um, with stroganoff sauce and mushrooms, guacamole. Didn't end up using that for eggplant, I gave it away. <laughs> and ghee. So that gives you an idea of a more simple um, plan and that may be all that your meal plan is. Just a little list. You don't have to do breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks and get all overwhelmed. Um, and I just find if I do it this way, it just at least helps me to um, have a basic idea of what I'm going to do with all this produce. And if I realise I am not going to have time for all this, then give some away by all means to someone who will use it. Okay, straight away I can see a couple of things that I want to make. Um, we often do large meals and then freeze some. And the kids take them to work in thermoses and um, yeah, they eat breakfast, lunch and dinner. They pretty much have um, a good meal. So one of the things I'm going to do is use up this pumpkin and onion and cabbage and some of the apples. And I'm going to make the pork apple belly, uh, the apple and pork belly hot pot from um, life changing food. So I'll write that one down. So that's this cookbook that um, you can find on my website, Life Changing Food. And this is the apple and pork belly hot pot. So um, basically you've got pork belly, onion, garlic, fennel seeds. You can put some fresh fennel in there if you have that. Um, pumpkin, apples, cabbage, apple cider vinegar, herbs, salt and pepper. And it's really delicious, especially in this wintry weather. So now I'll go over here and um, just put a little tick next to the ones that I'm going to be using so I remember what I've used. I've also got a pot of chicken stock here that I've just made. So that will be going, part of that will go into the um, apple and pork belly hot pot. But I think what I'll do is also make a um, chicken and vegetable stir fry with the stock, with the leftover chicken from the stock. And um, some of these will be great in a stir fry. So this is the sweet and sour stir fry from my new cookbook. So this is from Simple Healing Food. You can see their sister books. And this is the sweet and sour chicken stir fry. So this one has, um, I can stir the chicken through at the end because it's already cooked from the stock. And this one has a variety of vegetables, but you really can change it up to whatever you've got. And so I'm thinking it, it has cucumber in it. You add that right at the end. It has carrots, it has cabbage, and it usually has mushrooms, pineapple, and capsicum. But I don't, I can always buy some of those if I need to, but I'm gonna see what else I can put in there. I'm thinking broccoli instead of green capsicum. So that way I can use up the um, onion, I can use some of the broccoli, I can, I can use um, celery, carrots, cabbage, um, cucumber, and let's see, I don't have any pineapple this time. Sometimes I have fresh pineapple in my box. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of things that you can swap out in recipes just to use up what you have. And then I can also use the cauliflower um, to go with the stir fry, um, I'll make cauliflower rice.
with the cauliflower to go with the stir fry. And also a bit of ginger and um, turmeric will be nice in the stir fry. Now all that citrus, our favorite thing to do with citrus is probably jellies. Orange and grapefruit jellies always are popular. And I like having them in the freezer because when we have visitors with small children, they always love having jellies. So it's just very easy to use up the citrus. And of course you can always juice it to drink. Then there is another recipe I absolutely love using grapefruit in. This is in Life Changing Food and it's one of my favorite recipes. It's the ruby red grapefruit pie. So I probably won't make that this week, but I just wanted to mention it for those of you who have a lot of grapefruit and you have maybe visitors or something, you can make a really easy almond meal pastry. And then there's a cream cheese layer, which there is a dairy-free option. And then you put the segmented grapefruit and then you pour the jelly over the top and it is amazing. Sweet potato, that will probably be baked. And then I'll just use that for quick lunches. I love having some um, baked sweet potato in the fridge and then I just slice it up and fry it in a bit of ghee to warm it for lunch and I'll have that with a bit of salad. So let's see we've got some lettuce, tomatoes, I've got more onions, we've got um, carrots and spinach and um, some herbs So that and tomatoes, did I say tomatoes? Yes. Um, so that will make an easy salad. The beetroot's also great in salad. Um, if you peel it and then grate it, <laughs> pun, um, and eat it raw in salad. It's absolutely delicious, but I am going to use these beetroot um, as a kind of a pickled beetroot. So all you have to do is peel them, boil them until they're soft, um, slice them really thinly, put them in a dish and then cover it with, cover them with uh, apple cider vinegar and just leave that in the fridge. And then you can just take out a slice or two to eat with meals or on a sandwich, um, put into salads, and they taste like the tinned beetroot except better. If I have a lot of beetroot, I make some beet kvass, but I already have four jars of that, so I won't do that this time. The dragon fruit, I just cannot keep up with at the moment. I have been getting so much dragon fruit, so I'm just gonna slice that really thin and dehydrate it because then um, again, if there's any kids that come over or my own kids will snack on them, um, I do already have a lot of that in the freezer, but you can cube the dragon fruit and freeze it and then use that in sorbets or ice creams, fruit ice creams, smoothies. Um, but yeah, I already have a lot of that. Now, when you're already going to use an appliance and there's still room for more, um, have a think about what else you can put in there. So I'm thinking along with the dragon fruit, I'll dry the pawpaw, the papaya, um, however you want to say it, because I don't, I don't eat a lot of papaya. Um, it's okay, but I don't love it. Um, so if I slice it and dehydrate it, again, I can share that or um, the kids will snack on that. So I'll, I'll dehydrate both of those. Of course, you can use the papaya to make some chutney, but I also have a lot of chutney already in the fridge. <laughs> so this is what happens when it all gets a bit crazy. All of these avocados are still hard, so I won't bother putting them on the list. Um, if they start to soften and I suddenly have a lot of soft avocados, I'll put them into a dish of water in the fridge and then they'll last a fair while. Actually, I'll put these in the fridge now 
um, because someone was telling me the other day that if you have um, avocados that are not yet ripe and you put them in the fridge, you can take them out and ripen them later. So I might just try that. I have enough that I could do that experiment. I'll let you know how I go. <laughs> Bananas. Some of these are ripe, but a lot of them have still got a ways to go. So I might make some banana custard with the ones that are ripe because it's the weekend and the kids will be happy. Banana custard is basically, you can either blend up the banana in the custard or you can just slice the banana and pour the custard over and then you can put a crumble on top and serve it as a dessert. It's really yummy. Okay, potatoes and celery. As soon as I see potatoes and celery, I want potato soup. I have a really delicious potato soup recipe, which I've shared in one of my newsletters before. Um, it's my sister, my sister's recipe. Okay, greens and eggs say quiche to me. <laughs> um, I might make some um, mini quiches and then freeze them because they're great for lunch boxes. And I can add a few other bits and pieces into a quiche so I can do some grated carrot. Um, I could probably, well, I've got onion, I've got a lot more onion than that. Um, and cheese and maybe a bit of bacon. Um, and I'll make some quiches for lunch boxes and that can go into the freezer. So that will use up um, the bok choy and also eggs. Did I put eggs on my list? I didn't. Eggs. I'm doing well here. Nearly done. Now for the eggplant. I always have too much eggplant. <laughs> These come in my CSA box and they don't always um, get used like quickly. And so I have to think of something to make with them. Um, there is a really good eggplant parmigiana recipe in, in life-changing food but it's a little bit time consuming and I know I don't have much time this weekend. So I'm going to use some of this. All I do with roasted eggplant is um, cube the eggplant into one centimeter cubes and then um, toss it through some olive oil on a, on a baking tray, sprinkle it with salt and pepper and pop it into the oven. You don't need to salt it and leave it um, to drain. You just chop it up small and then you cook it un until it's really crispy. And that's a really nice um, dish to have on the side with a meal or even with your breakfast eggs. So I'll probably do a couple like that. Um, I think I'm going to have to make bolognese because there's so many bits and pieces I can put into a bolognese sauce, including um, some eggplant and any tomatoes that are left over, bits of spinach, um, carrot, celery, pumpkin um i put so many things into my bolognese sauce so yeah it's almost like um a veggie bolognese but with some mints <laughs> so bolognese sauce with eggplant in there all right let's see how we're going here there's still mustard greens what are we going to do with those so generally with mustard greens, you just stir fry it. So I'll probably just stir fry that and um, use it as a side dish. Um, it's nice with a creamy dressing or um, you could put some bacon through it or just have it with like a um, like Chinese style stir fry with a bit of soy sauce. 
Um, so that's pretty simple. I'll probably just do that. Like you don't have to make everything into something. It can be itself. <laughs> so, you know, anything that's left over will just, just be used as a side dish. So I may have steak or lamb chops or something and then just use up whatever veggies I have as um, just simple side dishes. Okay, so there's a few ideas and some ways that I'm going to use up what I have. If you keep an eye on my videos, both in my stories and in my social media, you'll see um, a lot of the cooking in there. But maybe if you go through your produce and your what's in your fridge and freezer, um, you can think up some ideas for the coming week. And I'd love to know how you go. So leave a, leave a note, um, leave a comment below the video or send me a message on social media and let me know how you go. I'd love to see what you make. Here we go. I've got this all tidy now. So on the top section, I put the things that need to be used quickly. And um, I put the greens into reusable bags. Um, those are the sugar bags. Um, I can't remember the brand name. <laughs> um, and root vegetables and things that take a bit longer, um, last a bit longer, I put in the bottom and usually celery and greens in the front there. So some of the um, some of these I'll use pretty quickly and some will be over the next week. The beetroot greens can be eaten if they're really fresh, but these ones are getting a bit old. So I'm just gonna pop them into the worm buffet. Thanks for watching. I hope that gave you some ideas for how to plan your meals and use up what you've got, maybe some ideas for recipes for this week. Um, if you've got any questions, feel free to email me at help at quirkycooking.com.au and make sure that you watch my um, daily stories on Instagram and Facebook because I often show ways to use up things that are in my fridge and freezer that may otherwise be wasted and I do little cooking videos in my stories. So keep an eye on those. Thanks for listening or watching if you're on my YouTube channel and I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks again and I'll see you next week. Bye! Yes, see what I mean? This has just been dropped off. A whole another bag of citrus help.